0: Welcome to Kings of the North, everybody. Good to be back. Good to be back after a week of football. I am Rob with an H. Here, joined by Professor Pigskin.
1: Want to know, baby?
0: Also, a very chipper beefcake.
2: Oh, MVP's uh, starting right now, baby.
0: And also joining How us our very special, frequent uh, guest, the esteemed. Double the sausage is also with us. That's quite as chipper as the beefcake. Oh, oh really? I only watched the first half of the game last <laughs> night. So you're, you must be, you must be really happy. Yeah, I, I think everything went great. Yeah, well, you might be in for a rude awakening yeah, here. Just, a little just bit stay later off the on. internet for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh God! Oh God! <laughs> well, it's so happy to be back here, especially after the first week of football. We got a lot to talk oh, wow. about this week, and uh, we thank you for joining us here on Kings in the North again. Uh, why don't we uh, head to the bar here?
3: Well, a couple beers, mm. yeah. yeah, a couple yeah. Beers. All right.
0: Yeah, Ricky Cricket, looking it. good, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great place to uh, great place to kind of recap things. And uh, Professor, why don't you start by just kind of talking about uh, talking about this week?
1: All right. Well, uh, Rob with an H. This week, I am. Popping champagne. Popping a little bit of champagne. Because basically, the Vikings already have won the NFC North. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, one know, no will do it. You know, one win. That's all you need. They, they beat a very good 49ers team last night. And if you Whoa. saw that. <laughs> um, okay. And if you saw that cluster, you know what, of a game uh, Sunday night, um, you would know that this division is basically all wrapped you up. I mean, all
2: hard fought blue collar game what uh, I you, you're, you're, just, you get
1: your turn shut up i mean i know so right now it's monday night and the lions are playing right now so i guess we'll see how they look against the jets but um so far it's looking like a one team division
2: yeah i mean matt stafford did just get picked off yeah, so I, I feel great. pretty good about this
1: Ooh, live update i mean they'll be listening to this on like thursday but still
0: i'm very live distracted right now because we have the lions game on i'm watching quite intently mm-hmm. i especially with the blathering that uh that the professor just gave us but at, um, as you
4: know if you're a longtime listener of the podcast that the boys don't care at all about the lions
1: <laughs> <laughs> nor does That's anyone else the Super Bowl. yeah we'll, this will be the most we talk about the Lions tonight this is when we call out stafford's multiple interceptions <laughs> anyways the vikings look amazing right now their defense is elite many of their players popped off and really just went crazy uh harrison smith recorded like one stat in like every possible category uh the defensive line had tons of pressure kirk cousins threw two perfect touchdown passes uh and you know what things are looking good in purple
0: well, I can see that you're in mid-season form in terms of uh, in terms of being a blowhard about all of this. You're already maybe even in playoff mode.
1: Hey, I don't take the preseason off, not like the players do. Yeah, that's I'm true. ready to go week one.
0: Okay, well, at least you're <laughs> popping champagne for all of us. We're all going to share with a little of the bubbly here and, and enjoy. Be my I, guest. I have a thought
1: about
4: the Vikings game before we move on to the better game. Um,
2: yeah, and if I may mean my, my I'm going to actually have a drink about that game as well. So.
4: Ooh. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I just – I thought – Considering how good the Vikings are supposed to be, I was I was underwhelmed. I thought the offense didn't look great. I thought they kept giving uh, San Francisco a ton of openings. Oh yes. Uh, and considering they're supposed to be the number one defense, they let a bad San Francisco team get a good amount of points there.
1: I'm um, okay. I'll just quickly respond. Oh, I-, I will. I'll agree that they did take a few drives off after they got up big. You know, they took their foot off the gas pedal a little bit. Uh but they they went up uh they got they went up like by like 20 some points against like a good team so you know you're bound to do that a little bit uh the defense okay they gave up 16 points so like okay that's not very many points plus they scored seven so really <laughs> the differential is nine and so we're, sure. we're nitpicking a defense that gave up a nine points okay guys come on
2: i'm not you know i'll say this i'm not really nitpicking the defense so much uh but i am going to order a little drink for myself for uh, me and me and kirk cousins actually oh. we're going to share a little something he would never drink with you um, oh, i think he would <laughs> you
4: vike that <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, we are that, uh, we're
2: going to get a little butterfinger brown ale from justice Ooh. brewing oh that's um, gross Mainly because I saw at least two or three interceptions that should have been interceptions thrown by Kirk Cousins that the 49ers Mm. just completely dropped. I saw that too. Including one that should have been a pick six easily. You would know something Um,
1: about easily dropped pick sixes, wouldn't you there, (laughs) kick?
2: Anyway, um, just win, baby. Um, Which the Packers will do when they pick those off next week um, when Cousins throws those two or three and uh, we win the turnover battle. It's going to be a great time.
4: I'll say this too, I'm pretty sure Case Keenum threw as many touchdowns as Cousins did yesterday too, so well, is it really worth the money?
2: He, th- he threw three
1: touchdowns actually, so one, oh, more. one more. However, yeah. he also threw three interceptions to lead him to touchdowns. So, huh. you know, yeah. being
0: aggressive. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: Personally, I like that gunslinger mentality <laughs> in my quarterback. Yeah, uh, the
1: Vikings are really missing that this season. That quarterback would have been good on your fantasy team.
0: He's on your fantasy yeah, team. We'll,
1: isn't he? we'll get that. We'll get to that later in the commissioner's Ooh, I corner. Started, I
0: started. Rothless <laughs> Oops. Well, set the tone, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the Vikings are looking amazing. Uh, easy NFC North title in um, coming up here. So anyway, you want to crown them? Then crown their ass. I do want to crown their ass. <laughs> Pouring out for Danny.
0: All right, uh, sausage. You got something? Obviously, you want to drink.
4: Well, after, uh, after reading up on the second half of the game, <laughs> oof, uh, my, drink, my drink for the rest of the week is Malort because it's the only thing more bitter <laughs> than I feel right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 that's a good way to put it into crusty speak of how I'm feeling. Yeah, um, things didn't go quite as planned in the second half, um, but I also I am going to break the rules immediately. I have a second drink. Uh, Excellent. Excellent. Uh, There are no rules. The professor told me not to do, but doing it anyways, (laughs) professor.
2: Chicago. No Um, no respect.
4: I I have, uh, this one goes out to Aaron Rodgers. This is called, is a cocktail. It's called the Plastered Possum. (laughs) Uh, It's one part galliano, one part, I never know how to pronounce this uh, liqueur, uh, Quetro. Uh, Sure, Sure. We'll go with it. Uh, we don't like reading. Here. Four parts pineapple juice, one part Midori, and one part cream. It sounds disgusting. Yeah, uh, just like him. Fantastic. Just like how he got plastered and then played possum last night, throwing the Bears off their game. Yep, in a devious, cowardly fashion.
2: Um, I and I'm going to respond to that a little bit because uh, I think you know, obviously, if you watch the game, you saw when when Rodgers in the first quarter was not. Not playing that well, to be honest. The Bears clearly had a good game plan for him Mm -hmm. uh, and a a very good defense, certainly better than that one in Minnesota. Um, (laughs) But uh, I think that, uh, you know, just uh, getting him off. It was was less about getting the Bears off their rhythm more as it was energizing his own team when he came back in the second half because uh, nothing gets a team energized like your three-time MVP quarterback to be uh, coming back to um, rally the team from a deficit.
0: Uh, I, w- I got a question for you, Beefcake. What did you think about the Green Bay faithful booing this yes. team Ooh. Yes. As Best they, fans in football. Oh, they're so great. They exited the field uh, oh, after the God. first half. Packer fans, they're so good.
1: Um, I was saying booers. <laughs> yes, that's
2: an excellent uh, quote from my parents who are actually at the game. Um, and were I, they booing? No, they were not. They were saying "boo Actually, oh, okay. so um,
1: I got a I got a quick point this out here. I'm not saying Patty was booing. I wouldn't.
2: I wouldn't well, say that. Uh, however, I mean, she's hearing this now, and that's clearly. I mean, uh, however, I yeah. will say
1: uh, <laughs> Patty Beefcake. Last season, when Packer fans were booing their team, she was at a game, and now again, their Packer fans are booing their team, and she's at this game. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm not saying, but. You know,
2: the last time Patty was at a Packers Bears game as well was 2013 uh, when Shane oh McClellan came through as well. Jesus, so I think no more of that living for in her. the past, like a typical um, Packer fan. I
4: think Patty needs to get on the podcast to
1: uh, defend herself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can only do so much over here.
1: I'm not saying that she was booing. I'm just pointing out coincidences. Listen, we can we, we can we, can, we <laughs> can talk about this all, all Let's we want. Get the documents,
2: you know, booing booing whatever. But all that matters is at the end of the game. I believe there's only one st- stat that matters, and that's uh, how how loud the, the Green Bay faithful were cheering at the end of the game when Randall Cobb ran 75 yards um, w- of just pure green open grass uh, yeah. sausage. I I would love it if you could break down the uh, defense that the Chicago Bears were calling on that because it, it, it seemed a little interesting. Interesting call.
1: I'd yeah. call it the Swiss cheese defense personally.
4: So one thing I'll say about the it dumb works. Packers fans Thank is you. that like – Uh, Packers Twitter was nothing but uh, look how great Rodgers is Rodgers the best he can do anything he threw the ball five yards and then Kavran ran 75 and no one said a single word about it yeah Rodgers
1: did nothing on that play (laughs) except throwing a game losing interception which just got dropped Uh, yeah and never like he's so heroic and gritty he didn't do shit Rodgers sucks I'll also say this about the sorry go ahead
2: no no I'll, I'll just say that there's a there's a take out there that I have actually Subscribing to is that when Lo- when Rogers went back into the locker room, and they, actually, uh, they actually they uh, actually euthanized him, <laughs> and um, they put oh. uh, they brought in Brett Favre who put on like a Rogers mask, oh. and it, we actually watched uh, number four, the legendary Brett Favre, win a game okay. last night. Um, and Hi, I th- I'm Brett Favre. There it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it.
4: I'll say this too about the the cowardly uh, offensive line or the despicable offensive line of Green Bay. Oh. That they put up no Choking fight. On my own here. <laughs> they put up no fight when Kaiser is in the game. Yep. Uh, but then all of a sudden in the second in the second half when Rodgers is back, nobody could get through. He right. had like ten seconds every play to throw the ball. That's because, what's up with
2: that. Um, about a hundred, like a thousand percent pay increase is probably what it is. <laughs> well.
1: I mean, the Bears went to prevent defense. Like, okay, here's the thing. Which I
2: don't understand. Like,
1: the fact that every single Chicago coach hasn't been fired yet is honestly (laughs) egregious. Week one. (laughs) Yeah, okay, because they went to prevent defense the entire second half like morons. Uh, it's, hey, guess what? It's third and one with the game on the line, and we have a shitty quarterback and let's a good running game. Let's throw the ball. Yeah. Let's throw the ball and stop the clock. Awesome, really cool strategy, guys. Ah, let's kick the field goal. Rodgers want to score a touchdown. No, kicking the fine. field
2: goal was the right decision. No, it I'll was give, not, yeah, Absolutely it was, not it was. You have to make them score the touch. This is basic football that you obviously don't understand. You because you're playing the percentages when instead you should be going with your heart and grit that you have in your balls. My heart and
1: grit says go for it. You're saying kicking the field goal is gritty? What happened to you? Where's your grit located? You're (laughs) dead.
4: I surprisingly
1: I surprisingly agree my With the
4: beefcake on this My liver I think you have that's to make greatest. him You have to make him Get the touchdown Make him to score make the touchdown
2: Because otherwise Rodgers will like you okay. don't, You're Don't you not going to make it First of all Were you
1: guys watching the game? I know you weren't Watching the game <laughs> But like I was watching Making Rodgers score The touchdown Is kind yeah. of yeah. <laughs> and That's kind did. of A redundant phrase <laughs> Did you watch The last couple of drives Yeah he Knew was he was
2: awesome. going to score Knew the Pack To be fair He
4: also well, threw An interception That
2: was Yeah Okay
1: Catch the interception So would you say
4: so then they would be geniuses if that happened.
2: Well,
1: shut up. <laughs> well, but here's the thing, though. Imagine I mean, should... history, professor. All right. Okay, we can argue about the field goal, but that throwing on third and one. Yeah,
2: I agree. oh totally agree, and well, that's why and... the
1: Bears coaching
4: staff wins my buns of steel <laughs> award for this week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <A> nice segue. <laughs> because that takes buns of steel to watch Howard run all over the Green Bay. Defense the entire game and decided to throw throw
1: throw at every big down. Yeah. Didn't he just didn't throughout he just up,
2: like the whole third and fourth? He literally went. To, like, he literally know.
1: turned a second and thirteen to a third and one in the last play. Yeah, like you know and what? Then they threw it. You know what? Yeah. Mitch has gotten. So then when the Bears got the ball back. Mitch Trubisky went one for nine that drive because he got ex, like an extra excellent bunch of passes because um, Clay Matthews, who's who should be cut, frankly, because he's a shitty player. Uh, he did I'll, not play well. In that I'll, I, and I'll the, save him for the bulletin board. And you know I'll what? And,
2: and with that, I'm actually going to go ahead and put Clay Matthews in my doghouse. Oh. Um, because, yeah, there was one player that clearly was the worst player on the field last night. And it, well, on the Packers field last night, that's for sure. It's, um, <laughs> uh, it's got to be Clay Matthews because he was a non-factor all game. Um, actually ran into his own guys probably more than he hit the Bears. And, uh, yeah, obviously that f- fourth down uh, penalty... No. Uh, luckily, they were able to bear, bail him out, but yeah, tough night, tough he, night. He's, he's the
1: dirtiest player in the league, and now he's not even good anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> at least he's the dirtiest player. you got to be good at something. Pretty good. Yeah, give him credit for that. All right. Well, gentlemen, it certainly was a great day of football, and it's great to have it back. I mean, we can all agree on that. And it certainly, I mean, got me what worked an up. exciting Sunday night football game. I mean, that was the ideal game for – I mean, to have Rogers come back, if, if
2: very nothing, dramatic. If nothing else, it was entertaining. No matter yeah. who you're rooting for, it's entertaining as hell. I mean,
1: if you can't have a good matchup, you can at least have like a close matchup. And we got that.
0: <laughs> Pure entertainment. All right, with that, we're going to exit the bar. When we come back, we're going to go from the bar to the locker room, and we're going to take a look at Bjorn Bjornson's Bulletin Bjord. <laughs> so come back with us on Kings of the North. We're back on Kings of the North. Thank you so much for coming back with us. This is Rob with an H, here with Professor Pigskin. Hi. The Beefcake. Ooh. And joining oh, so us. So obnoxious our favorite Bears correspondent, the sausage. You have the right to bear down. <laughs> <laughs> the Bears are down. All right. The, well, actually, the beers. <laughs> in this oh, yes. segment, because we are about, we're in the locker room. It smells like a locker room in here. Mm. And we've mm. got the bulletin Juxtraps. board here. Front and center, the bulletin board. It's the sort of thing that all the players check as they walk by, see if there's any bulletin board material. And... That segues nicely to our next segment. You may have heard of our NFL insider, Bjorn Bjornson, who mm-hmm, we have exclusive mm-hmm. rights to on the show. He knows yes. everyone. He knows all the agents, all the GMs, and he's just a football savant. Um, so what we've got is Bjorn Bjornsson's Bulletin Bjord. Oh, boy. He has, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> he has uh, he's been nice enough to give us some uh, Bulletin Board material about each NFC North team. And uh, he's going to share those with us, and we'll kind of get everyone's take on what he has to say because he is the undisputed leader in everything NFL mm-hmm. insight, uh, the the insider stuff, everything. So I'm interested to hear uh, what you all are going to have to yep. have to say about his insights. I just right. can't
1: say how lucky we are to have someone like this.
0: It's just it's a coup. It's wow, it's an absolute coup.
1: He's putting this over.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I am. Uh, let's start off with the Packers. Uh, let's see what Bjorn had to say about Green BA. Um, so here are his thoughts. Good win, but fans should be very worried about that quite offensive line. <laughs> yeah. So Beefcake, wa-
2: nice beefcake. Words,
0: Bjorn. why don't you go ahead and give us your thoughts?
2: Uh, yeah, that's a uh, beefcake here. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I, I like, I think that's an excellent uh, excellent take because that line was very offensive in that, you know, in the second half they really, uh, you could say they bared down and um, really were able to uh, snuff out uh, and, and really make Khalil, M- Khalil Mack a non-factor in the second half, which, you know, is kind of nice because that uh, gives me my Beefcake's badass award. Um, <laughs> I'm giving Whoa. it to uh, right tackle Brian Bulaga. Um <laughs> Wow, um, this this couldn't have worked out better. <laughs> Holy uh, <laughs> shit! <laughs> <laughs> um, because yeah, obviously Kalu Mac was a huge factor in the first half, but uh, once Roger again, once Rogers came back out and uh, you know things settled down a little bit, uh, he kind of became a non-factor in the second half. Uh, sausage because um, I don't think he had a single stat the rest of the game. So uh, I like that because that line is very offensive and uh, they're gonna you know maul down defenders all year. You changed the definition
1: of offensive to mean <laughs> what you wanted it to mean. I like that. Tricky. Yeah,
2: yeah, Tricky. It, it's good, yeah, it's good. It's
1: good journalism, like is what that is. Yeah, you know. very good. nice big big, yeah, nice little twist.
0: Nice little twist there. I like that. All right, let's move on to Bjorn's thoughts on the Vikings. All right, um, here's what he had to say. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins is a nice improvement, but he I'll needs a dependable running game for them to make any kind mm. of noise in the playoffs. <laughs> uh,
1: first off, Bjorn. Um. well, the Vikings running back's average 3.7 yards per carry, which is not amazing, but it's not bad, okay? Second off, he's overlooking uh, Delvin Cook's, like, 55 receiving yards, which mostly came out of the flats, which kind of supplements the running game. Is he overlooking his fumble? Um, oh,
2: I'm, I wouldn't think – I don't think you know, so. You know what? Yeah, um, reliable runners don't catch gotcha. the ball. Wow.
1: Okay, <laughs> sweet. And reliable quarterbacks don't throw, throw game losing pick sixes. But here we are. Well, <laughs> it's
2: not a. It's not a pick if you don't catch it. Mm. Uh, but I'm, I'm nah. just.
1: I'm just saying, he still made the terrible pass. Thus, he's a terrible
2: quarterback. I don't know. Just because
1: a terrible yeah, Pierre's okay. defender didn't actually catch the terrible pass doesn't change the fact yeah, it was a talk terrible talk about
2: the f- terrible 49ers defenders not catching interceptions. Uh, Listen,
4: this whole exchange is terrible. <laughs>
1: well, he's not wrong. Um, that's the show. Sausage. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so maybe you've not listened. But. Yeah, it's kind of like pulling teeth back here. Um, so, I. And plus, the 49ers have like four first round picks on their defensive line. So, the fact that they made it a little bit tough in the trenches, that's okay. In a week or two, Pat Elfine's coming back will be fine. So, Bjorn, you can. Um, I got nothing. Put it up your butt. Nice. There we go. Nice. Sure. Whew,
0: save that one. Good one. Nice save. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the Chicago Bears. Um, here's what he had to say. A little bit of a cryptic end to mm. this uh, bulletin board uh, post here. We're not good with riddles down in Chicago. <laughs> well. Here we go. <laughs> got to spell it out. <laughs> yeah. The Bears may have the best defense in the NFC North mm. if they want to be. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, he obviously he was impressed at that first half. Mm. Yeah, that's, uh,
4: I think they definitely looked better than the Vikings in the first half for sure.
1: Uh, that's preposterous. Are you sure? Are you sure Bjorn posted these things? Did he watch the games? I'm this pretty sure like Bjorn. No,
2: Bjorn knows what he's talking no. about, especially since I believe the, uh, I think the Vikings did allow points in the first half. So I mean, I, I think you look at the numbers that make yeah. perfect. So as a numbers guy, you should be looking at those again. They You're gave contradicting up, yourself. They
1: gave up 16. They scored seven. The differential is nine.
0: He's into numbers when they suit him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, of course.
0: But not when they don't suit him. That's the problem.
2: Um, but that's what good journalists do. They don't bring up things
0: that don't support I, I their think,
1: argument. I think to call the Bears defense good when they don't have a single I, person in their secondary who can tackle is a bit of a stretch by Bjorn. Yeah,
4: th- that could use some work. <laughs> but uh, I'll say this. Uh, in Mac's first game uh, in the uh, on the Bears – he had a uh, one strip uh, and one pick six mm-hmm. in Rokon Smith's first uh, first play. He got a sack. <laughs> oh, see. yeah! So that, they yeah. got some. They got uh, There's those some guys. Pieces. They need to learn the defense. There's still. some pieces. There's I some mean, pieces there. That'll happen when both players had major holdouts uh, all throughout <laughs> the. Uh, the
1: preseason, but... They'll be ready by, like, November, though. Yeah. yeah I mean, they'll be in... You know, in time in to form.
4: play the Vikings.
2: <laughs> if, if I may just, you know, interject here, I think if we're going to talk about who's the better defense, we should be going by the numbers again. Talk about, okay, which two defenses uh, gave up the least amount of points, and I think that would be not only the Vikings, but the Green Bay Packers only gave up 16 points as well. But
1: they didn't score seven. So, just, just, paying. Also, just saying. Also, there's no, Mitch Trubisky and there's Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know. They're pretty, um,
2: pretty, pretty. Uh, actually, if anything, I might put Mitch on top of that one. That's a yeah. That doesn't really support your argument very well. He's right. I they're mean, both strapping, oh. So mm, Yeah, I, Mitch, uh, and that's what I'm saying. Mitch is much more strapping than uh, Jimmy G. <laughs> I think he uh, he certainly <laughs> understands um, you know uh, romance a little better. Uh, I, um, that's for sure.
1: I just, I just like <laughs> quarterbacks who can like. Uh, have accuracy, um, and I like I quarterbacks know. who don't look like AC Slater, which uh, Mitch does. So you We're know, wrong with AC
4: Slater? Yeah, he I does mean. always sit on the bench backwards. That's yeah, true. that's what I'm
1: saying. <laughs> and his like throwing arm is about as good as AC Slater's post Saved by the Bell career.
2: So by the
0: way, we do have to we do have to note that. Speaking of romance, Danica Patrick was at the game. Yes, That um, was yeah. one of the things we talked about.
2: Confirmed sighting. There's one in the books. Yep, we yep. had an over under on it was that a four
1: point five. So we we'll keep track of that. Don't you worry. And yeah, speaking of Danica, bit. actually, I think I need to eat a little crow myself. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna go eat a little crow. Because um, I've been calling out, I've been calling out Danica, and more importantly, the lack of Olivia Munn. Mm. But you know, I think actually, kind of, Roger's heroic quote air quotes, uh, come back there, kind of had a lot to do with Danica. I I think she went down to the locker room and told him, hey, like, you got to man up because, like, I go through way more violent collisions every single day than yeah. that, that was. And uh, old man Rogers, you know, he g- felt a little ashamed. Had to get out back out there. So no, I got to give credit to Danica. I think if anything, Danica won the game. And she, then she shot him full of cortisone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was going to live this to your imagination, but yes. I thought, I think actually he got into, like air, um, he got into the Claymaker's steroids a little mm, bit is what happened there. It.
2: Just win, baby. <laughs>
4: Speaking of which, uh, while we're on that subject, I have something to put on the bulletin board. Granted, Ooh. I won't be back on the podcast until November, nice. but uh, I've got a, I've got a take if that's fine. Yeah, can some, I, let's get some take. Let's in? get some
1: bulletin board material.
4: Okay. Bulletin board. I'm gonna say, here's here's my prediction uh, that in week two, Aaron Rodgers is suspiciously going to be favoring his other knee that wasn't hurt that's because he was faking the whole time and he's Mm -hmm. a worse actor Mm -hmm. than even his ex-girlfriend olivia
1: munn oh dang
2: i will not dispute that he's a worse actor than (laughs) olivia munn first of all that's he's not a good actor so um you know he he can't really fake injuries because he's such a bad actor so i don't know i i he probably will be favoring his other leg because uh, anthony barr is going to be coming for it um, but you know that'll just rake up the penalties because uh, um, obviously, uh, Rogers is hurt. <laughs> <laughs> obviously the Vikings don't care about that. They just care yeah. about knocking out the greatest player to ever play the game. What that's are, all. what are the odds
1: are going to put like new quarterback protection and rules in this week? Pretty high, I would say.
2: Just win, baby. You it cannot
1: turns. accidentally fall on their <laughs> knee.
4: <laughs> or else you're suspended from the league. Even if you were rolling your body weight off of them, and you happen to land on anywhere on their leg, that is roughing the passer. All right,
1: um, he knows where his bread's buttered. I, I got a couple hot takes uh, here. After watching oh, both boy. quarterbacks play, I'm going to go ahead and say, very safely, that Kirk Cousins finishes ahead in MVP voting of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. So. <laughs> There's your first hot how, take.
2: Uh, how do you... Because
1: <laughs> he's better at throwing <laughs> the football. That's
2: absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> he's better at throwing did the footballs. You, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo threw the ball way better than Kirk Cousins did yesterday. Wow. That's the dumbest thing you I've saw ever heard. That, you saw that, you saw that uh, touchdown that he threw out of the back of the end zone. That was Rodgers-esque. That was a, sure. that was a
1: nice throw. First off, it was Romo-esque. Uh, it was a nice throw. I won't dispute that. Um, but so was his like, three interceptions. So uh, maybe shut the hell up. Um, Good comeback. I mean, it was a dumb statement. It doesn't deserve like debate. You're stupid. Um, I have another statement. Um, the Packers' defense will get better when Clay Matthews gets suspended or and or hurt. Um, he's at the biggest waste of $12 million ever. Actually, wow. I, I kind of wa- wanted to call for a suspension, but I'm afraid of the Packers' defense getting better by a subtraction. Uh, so as soon as he goes out, the Packers' defense will get better.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, he, they certainly would have been yesterday, I'll give you that much. Uh, and forever. <laughs>
0: Wow. Okay. Well, we're going to have to revisit this. Uh, and maybe you will be eating crow not too long from now. Ooh. All right. Um, let's finish off. I know that you all don't really care about the Lions, Ooh. but I sure as hell do. And let's hear what Bjorn has to Can say about Can we change the Detroit. channel? Hey, the <laughs> right? Lions are they're starting to get their feet under them a little bit. Those claws are coming out right now. It's been a while since
1: Stafford's done interception, so it's you're right. <laughs> four
0: turnovers already in the first half combined. So we it's got them out exactly of the system. A, Yeah, that's right. It's the first first game yips you know so let's see what he has to say about the lions wow looking like a dark horse playoff team that nobody <laughs> wants to face <laughs> <laughs> did he really write that one he absolutely did from all right. his brain to 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 my mouth
1: well you know maybe he's right maybe these the uh, order. maybe yeah. these new york football jets are a little bit better than <laughs> we all suspected
0: that's right JETS New York Football Jets Jets Jets. <laughs> A classic saying. He also has one more piece of uh, oh, bulletin board oh about Ooh. I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Here's what he had to say about the Browns. Super Bowl favorite. They're due. I thought the Generals were due. So he like, he's on the Cleveland bandwagon after that. So uh, Monumental tie that they had.
1: So just to get this clear, he's seems to be predicting the Lions versus Browns Super Bowl.
2: I mean that you know I would actually tune into that to see a oh, tie yeah. to see a tie Super Bowl for the <laughs> first time ever, uh zero just a zero zero tie that'd be uh some. It really would be something else. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. All right, you heard it here first, think, folks. So yeah, the, the Browns out to their best start Lions since pre-ounce. 2004. <laughs> yes, I mean just you know they there they are.
1: Somewhere down in the smiling.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I'm sure he's doing well right now. You think he still has a Vikings jersey in his, his closet?
1: I wish I had his Vikings jersey in my closet. That's yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. sure.
0: Those are some good good uh, games. I was going to say years, but just games.
1: He's a placeholder for Christian Ponder. So.
0: All right. Very good.
4: <laughs>
0: well, we're going to leave everything up on the bulletin board uh, until until uh, next time. When we come back... We are going to take a trip to the commissioner's corner, uh, the evil commissioner, God see, damn it. and see what his thoughts are Him about uh, this first Sunday. Oh, so come back God. with us on Kings of the North. We're back on Kings of the North, and now it is time to hear from our evil commissioner in a segment we call Mm -hmm. The Commissioner's Corner.
3: Hey, guys, and welcome to another week of The Commissioner's Corner. Well, week one of the season is almost in the books. Yeah, there yeah. is still two games to go tonight, including a match between Rob's very own Lions <laughs> and the Jets. In um, progress, a,
1: New York Football Jets. Taking
3: the opportunity to fit in a nice refreshing nap during this game. Yeah. <laughs> it's a
1: late. Night. Um,
3: I think. Wow! T- I tweeted that joke. What a joke. game last night, huh? I'm sure my good friend Roger Roger Goodell will come up with another new rule change to protect right? Aaron yes. Rodgers' fragile body. Oh, I fantastic. ruin the game, but, you know, From the that's neither mouth. here nor From the there. horse's mouth. Yeah, exactly. Looks like basically all of the matchups in our fantasy league are decided at this point. You know, it looks like I'm going to lose to Bjorn Bjornsson, but ha. it's hard who to reason? overcome who all so, that I mean, insider knowledge. And, it. you know, like I predicted after the draft, he did have the best team. So... You know, there's no shame in losing to the best. I do still have Robbie Anderson to play tonight, and, you know, we'll see if that check clears and he can top 50 points for me, but we'll we'll see. (laughs) Uh, There were just a couple issues that I wanted to touch on in the league. Uh, First of all, there were two teams, and I'm not going to name names, uh, I decided to start inactive players this week. Fuck you, Rodell. This, this, this is really just unacceptable. You guys, this is this sort of management is obviously the product of our country's failed public education system. You guys just need to do better. Ooh. I'm I'm, I'm kind of disappointed Shots in this. Fired. So keep an eye on that going forward. <clears throat> Another thing I noticed: uh the professor. Uh, for some inexplicable reason, decided to start Andy Dalton mm. over both of the quarterbacks he traded for this past week. Redhead's got both of them scored higher than Andy Dalton. I, I really <laughs> don't know what the professor is doing here. Maybe it's some sort of 4D chess situation, but mm, he is a Trump. Supporter. I really doubt that. <laughs> uh, looks like he's just you know hoarding quarterbacks on his bench. Yep. Uh, and. I hope he realizes he can only start one of those at a time week in, week out. I don't know what's going on there. Just just a thought. Other than that, you know, it's sort of a standard week of fantasy football. Lots of egregious benching issues, of course. But, you know, that's just sort of the thing I'm coming to expect from this group. You guys Uh, really got to step up your games. Well, until next week. Oh, my God. I, I wanted to punch someone the whole so time. So yeah, Thank God it. that's oh, over. Oh my
1: God, I need a shower. He lost this week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> First off, he took shots at my team. Not mentioning I had the second highest score in the league this week, only to Bjorn. So maybe shut up, Commissioner Butthead.
2: Guys, he's under obviously under a lot of stress trying to help you know Goodell create these new rules that we need to institute. institute oh. Like <laughs> hey, you, tr- you want to make the NFL a safer place so you can get more people to Wait. to get involved at a at a young age. You know, it's all about making the whole game safer.
1: Okay, so last week, Rob is a stooge to, you know, the evil commissioner. Now you're doing it for him, too? You guys are selling out on me. Oh, my God. This is... You You have have no morals. You have no spine.
0: You have no, you don't have an open mind.
1: Look, he's taking shots at the second-best team in the league, not mentioning my brilliant Adrian Peterson trade that uh, that's you know, ridi- totally I, ripped the beefcake
2: off there. I don't know what you're talking about. That makes no sense. He, like, look, Enjoy Trevor Simeon. I'll take case race. Yeah, oh, Trevor Simeon, I'm real excited for him to start very, very soon here.
4: <laughs> Professor, I'm on your side. I hate the commissioner. Yeah, he went to one of those liberal elite colleges <laughs> to get his MBA, and I don't want any yes. part of that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does have that. Uh, he's got that New England kind of uh, hate it uh, yeah. uppityness about him that just makes him so unlikable. Probably doesn't even <laughs> own a gun. <laughs> no. <laughs> you
1: know what though? He's zero and one, guys. Guys, he's zero and one. Okay. That is kind of nice. This. Yeah. We can I mean, do this. Mm. We can yeah, take I mean, him down.
2: That, that. I mean, let's be honest though. That kind of that puts him on par with the Polish sausage. So it's like yeah, it's kind yeah. of a wash at that point. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. But Bjorn did it, so gotta give him credit for that. You know no matter what his record is, he's going to figure out a way to to steer it in his direction. Mm. You realize that, right? Mm. But none of this matters. I don't like it because I know it's true. Yeah.
1: Well. Uh, so anyway, I don't want to belabor this fantasy league too much, but I think it's worth We're pointing well out that, that um, <laughs> this is a very beleaguered podcast. Uh, that, We're uh, at the hour three mark? <laughs> that, <laughs> that Beefcake and I, not only do our teams play each other, this week, but we also match up in fantasy this upcoming fantasy. week. Yeah, uh, so it's like a, the ultimate rivalry um, week.
2: I have to ask you, Professor, how many Vikings do you have on your squad?
1: Um, not enough,
2: definitely not enough. I don't you think got you you any have. for me? Uh, I do not have any. But I have um, a lot of ex-Vikings. <laughs> there you go. Whereas I, I have, got Dalvin Cook. Whereas I have two uh, Green Bay Packers on my squad. I got mm-hmm.
1: Delvin Cook, and and he's Case Race will always be a Viking, even if he's not my bench. <laughs> there you go.
0: Anyone Cordell interi- Patterson. Anyone in the league who's interested in trading your Lions to me, I am open to <laughs> to trade interesting trade offers. Yeah. so you
1: better, You're buying low right now. I like Rob, it. Rob, we'll definitely talk after the podcast. Absolutely. Buy low while they're struggling against the, the New York football Jets right now. That's right.
0: we got to differentiate between the football Jets and all the other <laughs> Jets teams that are out there. <laughs> all right. Like well, West Side Story and <laughs> <laughs> West Side Story Jets, those, those are the only two. Oh, the Winnipeg.
1: Yeah, they're from yeah. New York. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, that's confusing. Yeah. See, just because you uncultured swines didn't realize that. <laughs> I wow. feel like this is the second reference
4: to like the to West Side Story I've made on this podcast. Not today, but <laughs> yeah, just in general. I yeah.
0: will You know, I'll have to go back in the archives. Got go to go with what you know. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to venture into a very <clears throat> controversial four-down territory oh, you're Lord. not going to want to miss. Yes. Stick with us on Kings of the North. <laughs> we're back on Kings of the North. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chris. Yummy. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Slurping He'll be side. doing that for every drink he takes taking it right up to the microphone there. Oh, yes. Now we are going to go into four-down territory, and this is uh, always a lot of fun, always controversial, always exciting. Um, so for this particular four-down territory, uh, we've got kind of an interesting concept here that I'm going to turn it over to, uh, to DePolo Sausage uh, to talk about what our four-down territory is centered around this week. So I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up wrestling in of uh, one of these
4: podcasts. Pass. So, um, uh, <laughs> so what I, the concept that we have today is a concept of boys, and boys comes from an Irish wow. podcast called uh, OSW, Old School Wrestling Review. Um, so old
2: School Wrestling likes boys, is what you're saying. Yeah. Let him finish, yeah. okay. Uh,
4: and a boy in re- in wrestling is a uh, a wrestler that you really like that never made it quite to the big time. So I'm adapting that um, slightly for the NFL. And boys in this uh, context is going to be players that you either currently love or loved in uh, previously in their career um, that were never on your team. So this is – you've got to hang up time. your homer belts here. I know it's going to be uh, tough for the yeah, professor. Yeah, this is going to be hard for me. Um, uh, but,
1: uh, but yeah, so that's a boy. So, so four boys. I, first off, I was going to say I love that this is a thing – that could have stood on its own legs without any wrestling references at all, but you managed to prop it up. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I was definitely going to do that. What's wrong with
0: that? Wrestling's no, uh, hot, I, now. Res- I respect yep, it.
1: very hot. No, I respect it. Uh,
0: In fact, why don't we give the honor of the first overall pick over to uh, to pull a sausage then, Aww. just to kind of introduce the concept, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing what he has to say, given that this is something he's very passionate about. So, uh, So for my first boy,
4: I'm going to go – most of these will be jokes, but my first one is going to be <laughs> my legitimate favorite boy growing up, and that is Dan, Dan Marino. Uh, Dan Marino, for whatever what? reason, when I was a kid, oh, I absolutely loved Dan Marino. Yikes. I and I, I'll say I still I still like an in the pocket, can't run, won't run <laughs> under any circumstance sure. uh, passer, pure sure. passer, Dan right. Marino. There we go. Uh, I had several Dan Marino jerseys, uh, and wow. he was always my boy.
2: Yeah, but you're my here's okay. So I, I like that pick. My one issue with Dan Marino is that he can't have the laces out because otherwise, yeah. uh, he uh, they never would have missed the field goal in the Super Bowl, right? And then they wouldn't have stolen what? the dolphin. Huh. Ne- that that's from uh, Ace, Ventura. Ace Ventura. Oh, okay. So you I want to talk about a
0: gifted thespian as a football player. Dan Marino mm. was fantastic in that movie. Yeah, man. absolutely. Yeah. All right, good first, good first overall pick. I like it. Uh, with that, let's move along to. Uh, professor give us your first overall easy boy.
1: choice chad ocho ah, the celebrations damn. come on uh, well, we all yeah, had him on our big board yeah everyone's belated. yeah enough said i don't need to belabor the point more he's great next pick uh, can i just really yeah. quickly to belabor it
4: um, <laughs> what was that documentary series that's when i first like started to love uh, oh. ocho um school of hard knockers <laughs> <laughs> um, something
0: like that <laughs> Uh, that sounds close Starting enough, Corey Masterson. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. <sounds> close enough.
4: <laughs> uh, but he was so entertaining yeah. on that uh, when they followed the uh, when they followed Cincinnati's team around yeah. the uh, training camp in preseason. This, it was so th- good. The
1: NFL has so many players who like. Are not don't have show personality. When you get the guy with that much personality, it's the best. I mean, outside of him beating his girlfriend, he's great, great guy. I mean, you, you gotta ex- set, you gotta kind of just look that's, past a couple of things. That's you, gonna go by the wayside
2: fin. during this four down. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, you can't include, include that. in boy.
1: Yeah, uh, you can't include include that boy conversation because you'd never be able to pick. The fact anyone. that we're talking about the NFL in general means we have to kind of like
0: you know whistle yeah. past some of these things. Anyways, uh, who's up next? All right, I'm going to take the third pick here. And I'm going to take somebody who has been in the league a long time and who I'm just sort of fascinated by, and that's Sebastian Janikowski. Oh. Mm. Good pick. Good pick. I love that he was a first-rounder. He was a first-rounder. Kicker. (laughs) Yeah, to the Raiders. And that he has – he's kind of one of these players that has almost like a a mythology to him. Like there's all Mm. these stories about him kicking like 75 (laughs) yards in practice and – Stuff and he's kind of like a John Daly kind of personality where he just does not give a not give a fuck about what people think about him and his diet and yeah. his and his uh, fitness and everything he's, and he's, he's been in the league all these years so
1: he's he, and he's a big boy too oh, like he's, he's, he's a big old boy <laughs> yeah there's a lot of him to love that's for sure <laughs> there's a picture
0: of him that I saw <laughs> from really yesterday because he's on the Seahawks and it, he's got his it looks like he's wearing like biking shorts <laughs> when he has. When he has his uniform on, yeah. mm. and he has, uh, he's just great, and I love that he's one. He's he's got a personality, which you almost yep. never find. Quick in side kickers. note: What's with old white dudes loving biking shorts? Yeah, that's. I don't know what's the deal with that. <laughs> yeah, huh? Or, uh, huh? Or, I don't know. We'll have to <laughs> we'll have to revisit. That. Yeah, yeah. We'll ask Put Bjorn. It on the bulletin board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sure he knows all right it's a snake draft so uh beefcake you've got uh the fourth overall and the fifth overall
2: all right well i'm gonna go with two probably two of my all-time favorite great great favorite players of all time the first one is definitely my favorite player and that's uh, a player that the packers could have picked uh in the 1989 draft but we all know how that went um and that's deion sanders Mm, um prime time you know i mean just what else do you have to say he's uh Dynamic, electrifying—one of the greatest. Again, uh, personality. One of the great, and, and not yeah, and one of the greatest athletes to ever play the game. Played yeah. two sports. Um,
1: I mean, can you call it baseball a sport?
2: Yes. Not really. Um, <laughs> Thank you. And then uh, I'll go with my next pick. Uh, again, one of the greatest athletes. Uh, I'm big fan. Growing up was uh, Bo Jackson.
4: Yeah. Wow. wow. I knew we were gonna pick him. I yeah. love
2: love me some Bo Jackson. Can confirm. Um, he is uh, just you know. Power, speed, er, every grit, everything you want in a running back, uh, something the Packers have sorely lacked and uh, something that they could have certainly benefited from. So Bo-,
4: Bo Jackson's uh, son went to our alma mater. That's unpar- All of ours. That's unfortunate. I mean, even Beefcake went to college for at least a time.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I went to college. I mean, it, it, now, no, I went to college. There's a difference between Our going school to didn't have P.E., so he dropped out. Yeah, there's a difference between going to class and going to college. I went to college.
0: That's a good point. You learned a lot though didn't you? Just all right, school of hard knockers <laughs> i've got uh, my second overall <laughs> pick um, i'm going to take someone who's currently in the AFL. and again i 'm thinking more of just guys that make me feel good, not necessarily guys that I enjoyed watching mm-hmm. or that were good good players and so one of my favorite players uh, that i've enjoyed uh Kind of just following over the last few years is smoking and Jay Cutler. <laughs> <laughs> technically, currently in the NFL? Yep, I think he's technically. <laughs> yeah, I, I have him on my fantasy team, so in, I hope so. He's in the orbit of the NFL, I guess. Um, so, I like him just because he's always got that kind of hang-dong look. <laughs> and yet, every once in a while, it'll all come together and he will look like an incredible quarterback. Oh, he has his moments, man. When he pops... Very very rarely for the Bears. But when just enough to just enough to kinda leave you wanting more and leave make you want to keep giving him yeah. chances. So Jay Cutler is always a guy I've rooted for and I, I love the, the nick I mean prime time is probably the greatest one of the greatest nicknames in mm-hmm. in sports history, but smoking Jay yeah. Cutler is <laughs> Definitely up there for me. So Jay Cutler is my second over. I overall. like
1: that Jay Cutler's wife is in the, like, the reality TV world, so there's like a little like Jay
0: Cutler yeah. action
1: in that, which is kind of cool. We're
2: still able to get our Jay
1: Cutler fix uh, even when he's yeah. not playing football. But, but here's what I will say quickly. I know last year we celebrated when he came back for the Dolphins, but if he had not done that, we'd be on year two of him in the broadcast booth. Mm. And frankly, <laughs> yeah. I feel kinda cheated. Like in hindsight, I wish he had not
3: come
4: the insights. back. Can and you imagine all the times? Him. Can you imagine all the times they would throw over to him and he won't be paying attention, <laughs> Just be Wait, staring what? off into the distance, <laughs>
0: huh?
2: What? Okay. And uh, yeah, he threw it to no one. That would be his commentary. Like that—that's literally all he would be saying.
0: <laughs> I would like it. Yeah. I, I hope that. I mean, I want him to be in the league as as much as possible. Yeah, but so hopefully, yeah, he gets when he does me. decide to hang up those cleats in those those bloody uniform because he's always getting destroyed. <laughs> He'll, uh, he'll make a great commentator for uh, one of the bigger networks. It'll be a bidding war for him, really, all right. through all the networks. All right, Professor, go ahead and take your uh, your next pick. You know, once upon a time, actually, for this list, I once would have put Brett Favre on it, uh, mm. but that's no longer the yeah, case, you, can't you know? Do it. I can't do it. anymore. Hi. I'm Brett Favre. You know,
1: the, you know, Hall of Fame Vikings quarterback, so I just can't do it anymore. I'm comfortable um, in Uh, So <laughs> here's what I will do, and this might be a little bit... I might be stretching the rules a little bit, but rules are meant to be broken. Uh, just ask uh, Green Bay Packers defensive backs. Bent. Um,
2: Bent, but not broken.
1: I'm going to pick a guy who was on a training camp roster but never made an active roster. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going number 69, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> oh, great <laughs> pick. Is a dumb yes, pick. Yes. This is, Suplex oh City uh, would have been amazing in the NFL. And what, the fact, was he an offensive lineman? Uh, defensive what, lineman. T- and t- the t- fact t- that Mike Tice cut such an amazing athlete from the team is i'll never forgive mike tice for that well, ever. no he was
2: forward thinking because if we're brock lesnar in the nfl today he would be like his team would immediately lose the game that's that's the penalty that would be like involved on him I, like he would do some sort of stupid wrestling move to the quarterback and then they just like forfeit the can game. can you repeat the part of the things where you
1: can you get the sound drop you know the homer thing his dumb thing
0: I I took that out a long time ago because um, we never used it. You uh, were the one who suggested it, yeah. so I here? Can you imagine
4: time. if he would have stayed <laughs> in the, what the hell league... What
0: was
1: that? <laughs> ah, there we
4: go. Can you imagine if he would have stayed in the league and, like, Paul Heyman would still be his advocate and, like, still <laughs> on, like, the sidelines yelling for him and stuff?
0: I think he right. would probably, like, suplex the refs or something. If <laughs> oh, like it, yeah. Like, all of them. And yeah. Like, yeah. they... they one thing I love in wrestling is when they have like a parade of refs that come out and try to contain somebody and they <laughs> all just end up getting destroyed. I can see that happening on the gridiron. Uh,
1: we had to get more wrestling talking for, for Polish since he was here. So yeah. that one's for you, baby. I love let it. Know,
2: let me know when you're done. I'll be back. The, I'll be in the can, <laughs>
4: <laughs> Boy, that's hard to top. That's a, such a great pick professor. Hmm. Okay. Um, so I lied about not doing or just doing jokes for the rest of the time. I do have one more non-joke one, uh, that I remembered. Um, I'm going to pick Steve Young on this one. oh nice. so the reason why I pick him is uh not because I particularly liked what he did when he was an active player, um but I remember one uh did you guys ever you know it would always be on like a Saturday or Sunday morning when they do like the quarterback challenge yeah. oh sure, yeah, that was a blast and they so cool shit like that one of the years uh they had this uh, they had current quarterbacks or like young quarterbacks along with like uh retired quarterbacks sure. right. And Steve Young was probably out of the league for at least three three seasons and he smoked everyone. Yeah. Like it wasn't close. Yeah. And I thought that was the coolest thing.
0: He was a guy I always looked at and thought, man, that guy's won like he won like the genetic lottery. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he had it all, man. And he's related to Brigham Young. Really? Yeah. He's Hmm. in that lineage. He went to BYU. Oh. Is he also Mormon?
1: Uh, which a uh, uh, big big BYU fan over
0: here, by the way. Yeah, that's In case you right. That
1: bit, listeners.
0: Yeah, he's a big BYU. <laughs> I, I'm a Mormon now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, but he's he was incredible. Lefty. We were talking about mm-hmm. left-handed quarterbacks not that long ago, the professor and I, and he was uh, probably one of the last great ones. So uh, I definitely like that pick. Him awesome. and Michael Vick. <laughs> <laughs> last of an era. Ooh. Oh. All right.
4: So. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. So. Uh, for my next one, I'm gonna pick one of the most iconic names in football history, uh-huh. and that is He Hate Me ah, from the XFL. God, damn it, no. he was on my list too. Uh, no. Sorry, no. He Hate Me. I will say he might not have had a great this NFL career. Is the
2: XFL. I'm gonna quit this podcast. <laughs> but so everyone, ridiculous. every
4: football fan knows his name. Not his real name, but his nickname.
1: Yeah, he played for the Panthers for a bit, didn't he? I believe so, yes. uh,
0: Awesome. Rod Smart. Oh, man. Great picks, Polish. uh, But so many more people know he hate me. Yeah. The stupid XFL only did that so they could license everything and, you know. Vince is a a a genius. Yes, he is. I mean, we're going to have to see if he does the same thing with with the reboot of the XFL. Mm. There will be a sister podcast totally about the (laughs) XFL, by the way. Guaranteed. Yes. A podcast network. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> XFL coming. network of podcasts. Well, uh, that's a, those are great picks. I like that mm-hmm. very much. Professor, you're going to let us down. Go ahead. All right, here it is. Um, so my next pick, um,
1: kind of, you think back to like guys, not back to, but you think about guys like Marcus Sherrills, um, or Adam Thielen who are from Minnesota and play in the Vikings and how like Minnesota fans are like just insufferable, like in the one of us thing. Cause no one pays attention to us ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really, really had wished we could have gotten hold of Larry Fitzgerald in purple. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, who as like a teenager was a ball boy for Vikings training camp w- alongside Randy Moss and Chris Carter. Uh, you know, his uh, went to high school up here. His dad's a sports writer up here. He would have been like the ultimate one of us guy. We got like some dude. Um, you know, who's a Pro Bowler wide receiver that like people flip their shit for? Imagine if we had a Hall of Fame receiver from Minnesota. Yeah. It would be insane. It'd be It'd great. Be
2: like the, easily the greatest Minnesota athlete of all time. Like oh, at least at least be, in the fans' mind. Kind we'd be, of thing. We'd be yeah.
1: putting him on the Mount Rushmore right next to Lindsey Whalen and KG. Man, <laughs> good call.
0: And yeah. Randy Moss, of good course. Pick. All right, my third uh, third pick. I've got a number of ones that are still left on my board. Um, I'm going to take one because. Not so much for, again, his playing at all, but because he's got a great nickname and because he had a burger named after him. Mm. So I'm taking Gilbert Brown. Mm. Big Gilbert Brown. Yeah. Which Gross. I love how that's like the default nickname the for Grave any like, big... Yeah. <laughs> Any like lineman, any big lineman, they just the default nickname is big. Oh yeah, wow. we have
2: so, so such a great nickname, and then he does the sack dance too, where he yeah, digs the yeah. grave. That's, That's right. the best. No, I and love he, that.
1: the way, like Fat Pat Williams or like Big Linval's, Linval's hungry. Like I love that shit. Great. Yeah.
0: Well, he was the he was the forefather of all of that. Yeah, and Plus absolutely. he had the Gilbert Burger, which was only available in Wisconsin. And I'm trying to remember, <laughs> was it McDonald's? That sold the Gilbert Burger.
2: I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Burger King. Burger King, um, but I I don't do research, so I'm not sure on that. To be honest, I <laughs> really, can't read. I,
0: I never had the Gilbert Burger. I assume it was just obscene. Like it was probably three or four patties and cheese. Yeah, it's just and how
2: much meat can you get into buns? Kind all of thing. the
0: meat. Yeah, but uh, when you've got a bur- when you've got like a signature burger named after you because of how how fat you are. But I mean, you're still a, good you're enough to man. last mm-hmm. in the league. You're a made man. I mean, you definitely score points in uh, in my book for that. So big, Gilbert Brown for me. Great pick.
2: All right, so I've got uh, my final two picks here. Um, my first one's going to be uh, a player who uh, at least was in the league, but maybe out due to injury forever, uh, which is too bad because uh, uh, I I love this idea of a really big, hard-hitting safety, and that's Cam Chancellor. Uh. I I just think he would be al- a ton of fun to root for, you know, coming from from way back deep to like stuff a running play and things like that. Like that just oh yeah, that's it's my kind of guy. Nice and gritty, big, basically a linebacker playing way in the in the defensive backfield, but uh unfortunately may not ever play football again because um yeah. Football. Uh and finally my fourth pick, um I hate to say this especially around uh the Polish sausage mm, but Randy one Moss. guy that um, <laughs> one guy that did some serious damage on the Packers for many many years and then finally got traded and I was able to root for him and I actually had him on my fantasy team and it was a ton of fun to watch him that's Matt Forte. Um oh, yeah, he I I ugh, god I hated him for so long obviously but like what a fun guy to to have on your team and like root for like just, oh, he can do it, literally the do everything back. Like, he can run the ball, he can catch the ball, he can pay whatever you need him to do, he's going to do it. um I just, yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun to have that on my team.
0: I like it. Good picks. All right, my final pick, um still got a lot of really quality candidates, but I'm going to take somebody because this has been kind of a wrestling-themed uh, segment. <laughs> Every time I'm here, baby, you can <laughs> hear the beefcake's <laughs> eyes rolling when I say that. Uh, I'm going to take somebody who not only was uh, not only was involved in wrestling, but headlined a WrestleMania. Mm. I'm going to take LT Lawrence Taylor. Nice. Not only was he one of the greatest football players just in history yeah. and redefined the position, but he headlined I think it was WrestleMania ten against one of my wrestling boys, Bam Bam Bigelow, mm. and beat him. Oh, <laughs> beat him. Hello. And I think he even had the thing where they brought out all the like the wrestling guys, uh, uh, excuse me, all the uh, his football buddies to kind of to kind of root him root him along, including one of my other boys, Steve Mongo McMichael. Oh yeah, and maybe <laughs> I could Jesus not pick Christ. him
4: because he was a bear.
0: Yeah, I should have picked Mongo. Yeah. Well, my, Damn, but LT was a better yeah. football player, and he actually uh, headlined a a big wrestling show. So I'm gonna take LT. Plus, he did. A ton of Coke, which yeah, also very cool. Yeah, that's uh, that's very cool. cool. That's yeah, also hell. does something for
1: me. So uh, <laughs> my final pick is going to be LT. All right. With my last pick, I'm going to go with um, a guy whose football potential really was not fully harnessed. He could have been an all time great. I want LeBron James on ah, my football team. That's a great pick.
2: Yeah. I like that.
1: Uh, six nine runs LeBron's. like a deer. He was a all state wide receiver in high school uh he could uh, He could do anything and everything, baby, so give me LeBron James sure. on that team.
2: I like that pick like a lot, me too
1: okay uh so
4: for to round this out for my my last boy, my bottom boy, if you will um, <laughs> i will <laughs> um, this is uh this is a man that shares an interest with me and also shares an injury with me oh. um, My last pick is Plexico Burris. <laughs> we both love guns and we both <laughs> shot ourselves in the leg. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> he, <laughs> he would oh, fit right in. Man. Luckily, mine is wooden, so I <laughs> right. did not feel it. Pesco also went to jail for his. Um, so, But, yes, that's my final boy because we, we love our guns.
1: Uh, I like how character building you just worked in there. That was Thanks. nice. Thanks. It makes me wish I'd picked uh, Jason Paul Pierce. Now, in hindsight, that, mm-hmm. was, <laughs> that was a missed one. Me and Jason Pierre Paul. God damn it.
0: <laughs> Paul Pierce, uh yeah, a basketball player. Yeah,
1: speaking of heroic comeback from injury, Paul Pierce.
0: Yeah, he got stabbed in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of parallels there. All right, with that, we're going to exit Fort on territory. When we come back, we're going to look ahead to next week and wrap things up here on Kings of the North. Welcome back to Kings of the North. Thanks so much for coming Woo. back with us, Rob with the nature, with the professor, hey, the Beefcake, and the sausage. Yes. We're gonna wrap things up here, but not before we look ahead uh, to next week. Mm-hmm. Another exciting week of football. Um, the hi- the headline game obviously is the Lions playing the Forty ers <laughs> Oh yes, <laughs> um, I think it's gonna. The Lions are gonna. We're as we're watching them on a Monday night. Uh, Struggling against the Jets, about to start the second half, but they, you know, they've got them right where they want them, and uh, so I think it's going to be a. They're going to cruise to a two and O start to the season. Um, no problem there. Uh, let's also talk about uh, De Sausage's Bears. Well, can,
1: I, can I throw something out there really quickly? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, Go I'm going
0: to throw something on the bulletin
1: board quick. Forty ers mm. are going to be all three of your guys' teams this year. All three. Okay. Okay. There's I mean, Packers, Lions. Put it on the you heard board. It, you heard
2: it right here. I do have a pick. Uh, I do think the 49ers will win in week two, um, and I've got some scores here for you because, uh, you know, I like taking the over um, always. I'm going to say 49ers, uh, the 49ers win 41 to 30 against the Lions.
0: Wow. Well, I'll be starting the Lions defense <laughs> once again. That will not, uh, that should that will work not stray from that. So. That should work out. Uh, ye, I have faith. Um Monday night game, that's going to be an interesting one. Bears-Seahawks.
4: Yeah, so what I predict for this game um, is that the Bears will go up by, let's say, 35 in the first (laughs) half, and then it'll get rained out. It's thunderstormed out (laughs) in the second half. That that would be the best possible outcome (laughs) for you
2: guys. (laughs) I I think the score will actually be... uh, a lot closer than you think. I've, I'm mm. predicting a score of uh, Chicago twenty three and uh, Seattle twenty four. I believe. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> um, I, I do see how that's possible. I mean, the Bears are going to lose, but can I can I throw something out here really quickly? Um, let's look at the primetime games the NFL has been rolling out these last these couple weeks. All right, you have the Thursday night Eagles Falcons game, which should have been good, but was terrible. You have Bears-Packers, two shitty teams playing terribly against each other. Tradition, um, baby. You have uh, old shit is boring. Uh, you have the Lions versus Jets, who both suck. You have the yeah. Rams versus Talk. Oakland, who Rams are okay. Oakland sucks. Next Thursday, you have Bengals-Ravens, terrible. Next Sunday, you have Giants and Cowboys, awful. Next Monday, you have Bears-Seahawks. It's horrific. You have, like, the worst fucking teams playing on prime time the first two weeks. What is the NFL thinking? No wonder the Raiders are so shitty. No. Where are the Vikings? The Vikings need to get in there ASAP. This is where you
0: separate the real football fans from posers like you. Who yeah. Are just into glamour games.
1: You had to watch the Bengals, the Ravens, and the Giants, Cowboys Those to really appreciate. Cincinnati and Baltimore are two really big markets. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. true. <laughs> Huge markets. Uh, yeah, I just think the NFL is on crack right now. That's all. Well, okay. Uh, the Bears are going to lose.
0: Also, we have a little game next week uh, that... Our panel might be somewhat interested in. We've got Packers Vikings yes next week. So, oh my god! Uh, why don't you guys uh, go on the record and tell us what you think is going to happen?
2: Um, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously the game is going to be in Green Bay, so uh, I think we know exactly uh, how this is going to go. I, I do think it's going to be closer than most people think. Um, I'm thinking I'm, I'm predicting a score of Packers twenty four, Vikings twenty. Um, Packers' offense will probably only put up about 17 points, but I think uh, uh, the final score will definitely say 24, and I think we'll be just fine with that.
0: Um,
1: I'm not worried about the defense that let uh, uh, Mitch Trubisky have one nice half against them. Um, And frankly, um, after seeing the way the Bears' terrible defense made Rodgers' life hell, uh, frankly, I think that uh, button bar is going to be getting a lot of use next week. I'm not saying it should happen because it's really sad when players get hurt, but it's going to happen. It's gonna happen. Um I think the Vikings are gonna win and not they're not gonna blow the Packers out, but it's gonna be like a solid, like they're up ten points most of the game and the Packer if, fans are booing if the Vikings a lot. Do anything, it's gonna be amazing.
2: If the Vikings do anything to keep like if if the game is even remotely close, they will lose. The only way the Vikings are going to win is if they blow out the Packers, which as we saw with the forty ers you they like to let teams, you know, hang around and have plenty of opportunities to win the game, which uh, uh Rogers is gonna do much better than uh, Jimmy G ever could as far as capitalizing on it. Honestly, Rodgers shouldn't play this week. Uh, he's going to he, be just fine. Uh, he might he's be scared. A, he's he's in no
1: shape to defend. He'd actually be selfish for him to play. It would be selfish. Uh, yeah,
2: and you're, you're the guy who likes the most selfish players in the entire <laughs> league. So
1: well, I'm just saying, Aaron Rodgers, I know you're listening right now. For your own safety... Uh, and for your parents, oh, wait, they don't care. Um, <laughs> Danica. Uh, just don't play this week. Danica, this, yeah, Do she not play this care. week. Danica. You will get hurt. Danica, make, get hurt. make
2: Aaron play this week. You'll, he'll listen to you. All right,
1: the Vikings are going to kick your ass, bro. <laughs>
0: well, with that, I mean, there's obviously going to be some very high emotions next week because one of you guys is going to be riding high and is going to want to rub it in the face of the other. And uh, mm-hmm. maybe there will be a tie. That would be interesting. Zero, zero, zero tie. That's what I'm predicting. Uh, nice. If we
1: tie a beefcake and I will kiss.
0: Really? Oh, on the podcast?
1: Yep. Live. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Just
0: the audio of kissing?
1: <laughs> it's going to be a wet one.
0: Yeah. If you've ever seen the professor kiss, it's just... It's mathematical. Just dripping. <laughs> yeah. He gets the protractor out and really goes at it. All right. With that, well, I mean, that's a that's a standing bet right there. So with that, we're going to wrap things up and look forward to next week. I hope you should stick with us and uh, keep uh, keep listening because it's only going to get better and better as the season goes on. So with that, for the professor,
1: skull, skull, skull. I like that.
0: For the beefcake.
2: Sounds like we're going to be banging on the drum all day this Sunday.
0: And for our special guest, go pull the Polish sausage. Until I see you again in November. Keep shooting. <laughs> This is Rob with an H. Thanks for joining us in Kings of the North.